0: In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is security information and event management? Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we'll be exploring what is a SIEM and with me today to do that is Derek Thomas, a senior information security analyst specializing in log management and SIEM. Derek, how are you?
1: I'm excellent. How are you doing, Tim?
0: Good, good. So uh, first question, how do you say S-I-E-M?
1: <laughs> that's a, that's an extremely funny question because I, I feel like I've heard so many variations. Um, I call it SIM. Um, some people call it SIEM. Some people will start really trying to enunciate and see him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I call it sim. And I think most people I know call it sim. I don't think it's ever been standardized
0: though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was calling it seem. And then I got into a, a sock and they were like, it's sim. I was like, okay, geez. <laughs> so, uh, and I was trying to standardize with them. So I guess it's kind of whatever. I, I wonder if it's like one of those things where it's like pop or soda. I, th-
1: I, it is because you, oh. you listen to some podcasts or some webinars and uh you can tell when they they'll get to it and they'll pause for a second and be kind of worried because they're not quite sure and then they'll spell it out or <laughs> say three different variations so i'm i say sim i hear a lot of people say Sam or sem so it's <laughs> not, not a big deal
0: <laughs> okay all right so uh what is a security information and event management
1: uh I feel like this question is a holy war between uh, different people, but to me it's really just anything that collects and aggregates security data. Um, some people might say that's just a, a sim an SIM or an SEM, but uh, really anything that collects and stores security data and you can have outputs for uh, alerts for reports um, and then also providing searching capability for kind of forensic analysis, that's in my mind a sim. Uh, a lot of companies try to differentiate themselves from a SIM, or, oh no, we're SIM next generation, or we're not a SIM at all. Um, but to me, if you're, if you're doing log management and taking in uh, security data, that's a SIM.
0: So, what does a next gen uh, SIM look like?
1: <laughs> well, to me, it's just something that takes in log data and does even better. <laughs> analysis. but uh you'll see things like well we do security analytics and we do uh cloud security data science and we do operational intelligence when i look at those they're still taking in security data they're still outputting security data for um uh for alerts and for reportings and for investigation. so uh it, it all comes back to basic standard outputs um to kind of drive security value and visibility into your network.
0: So, so what are some of the uh, SIMs out there available, whether uh, free or um, commercial?
1: Um, you know, so you take a look at the Gartner Quadrant, and that'll show most of the SIMs that are on the market. Um, so, you know, I've worked with QRadar. I've worked with ArcSight. Those are kind of the two big ones. There's uh, McAfee Nitro. Uh, Alien Vault or some other ones I, I know people that I have worked with, and you know there's there's t- tons that claim to be Sims. They'll do some portion of, uh, of a of a of of log collection and, and security data collection. Um, I think those are kind of major players. Uh, there's some good free ones out there, and you kind of hear about a lot of people who will roll their own. Um, you know, work with uh, I believe Alien Vault with uh, Osim or awesome. That's another one. I don't know how to pronounce, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard that five different ways, but, uh, alien vaults, awesome. Um, and then I, I, I hear a lot of people kind of going to the, to the elk stack with El- elastic search log stash and, um, uh, cabana.
0: Yeah, and that's like a free, something you can kind of just do on a low budget.
1: Yeah. So, um, Yeah, it's all open source software. You can install it on a server. Uh, You you know, you can test it out on a relatively low resource server. Um, But for enterprise deployments, uh, you probably need some beefy hardware. But, yeah, it can collect logs from most uh, data sources. Um, It's highly documented. Um, And a lot lot of people effectively use it, and including some very large organizations.
0: Okay, so how does one use a Sim?
1: Oh, there's a lot of reasons people use a SIM, so uh, I think that's one of the most difficult questions and things to do when it comes to uh, security monitoring, but uh, I think really just defining your goals. Um, I think, in my experience, goals are uh, for forensic analysis, so you store all your data, you can review if an incident comes up, and you can take a look back in time and see if there's anything else going on or the extent of a breach, Um, general visibility into your uh, infrastructure, See a lot of operations people use a Sim for determining firewall whether firewall rules are correctly implemented. Kind of uh, that classic finger pointing between server admins and network admins. You know the the firewalls are blocking it, or your applications incorrectly configured. Uh, Sim kind of answers those questions pretty easily. Just do a quick search and see if traffic's flowing. Um, and then my favorite really is threat detection, proactive monitoring kind of uh, getting alerted and, and creating alerts on um, uh, high-value security events. Um, you know, classic one is someone clearing your logs or somebody logging in from a foreign country at, uh, when, they, when you really don't do business over there. Um, but really it comes down to defining your goals and uh, defining your goals, your use cases, and implementing those within your means.
0: So and and so this can be used for more than just security. Then so this also can and and I've seen this within uh, the 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 sim that I work is that there's like policy violation stuff and you know just I, I think security and policy violation is there is there anything else that can be used for? Because I I don't know I I guess just speak to how uh, it, it's other use cases other than just being a security device. Because I think you're you're it's getting at. Um, V- visibility into your network and, and figuring out what's going on, which can actually be useful for a lot of other departments.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the In my past, the pure networking departments, they would use it constantly, probably used it more than anybody, um, for taking a look at, at firewall logs. And With firewall logs, you can see if access is being blocked, if access is being allowed. Um, and that's an easy way, instead of, uh, you know, Logging into each firewall uh, along the way in in a highly segregated environment can take some time from what I was, from my experience. Um, They easily just run a search and uh, look at the source and destination see if anybody blocked it along the way. Also, you know, compliance. Uh, Some people kind of uh, remove that from the security, Um, say it's a little bit different. So there's a lot of compliance activities that are solved by the sim um so taking a look at users added and removed from security groups disabling users things like that providing proof for a lot of your uh typical compliance activities uh are easily solved with uh with the data out of a uh, out of a sim
0: okay so that actually sounds like a lot of use cases what uh, what are some of the biggest challenges using a sim
1: uh, well, there's a lot of challenges. Number one is a skill set. To effectively, I think, use a sim, you got to kind of have a wide array of uh, knowledge. Um, a lot of people come in with a pure networking, or a lot of people come in with pure uh, server uh, administration knowledge. Um, and you, you can be very useful, but it's very difficult unless you understand networking and uh, operating systems. Um, so having just kind of basic fundamental skills uh, are probably one of the biggest challenges. Um, the other one is just developing use cases you know why do we have this what are we going to get alerted on you know out of the box it'll come with basic alerts but uh, a fundamental ongoing project should be developing use cases testing your use cases ensuring they're uh, being uh, they're working properly um, you know what does your company care about and and are we going to really stop attacks um, is are we detecting incidents? So those are things that are very difficult. It's hard. It's hard to gain experience because gaining experience often means you've seen incidents occur. <laughs> so that's you know not a lot of people have had that. I say privilege. I guess it depends on your uh, position, but um, to to have seen that type of activity. Um, the, the other way would be kind of getting penetration tests, um, but. Really, just defining your use cases and uh, and following through is is the hardest thing to do. That'll also solve most problems from my experiences with a sim and most of the gripes I hear about it.
0: Yeah, that and I could speak to that as well with the uh, skills. I, I think that's that's very important and very interesting because I had a broad background, but I was I was kind of thought that you just need like straight like a lot of networking experience. But I'm finding that my experience just working with an it in general uh even going down i've had a big interest in web application security i think that and getting a a, having some experience within that has really helped with uh using the sim and you know investigating incidents
1: absolutely and that's actually another area that a lot of people don't have skills in and i'm maybe even weaker in but yeah that's uh a lot of the important, a lot of the attacks coming through are through web-based technologies and monitoring that and determining what's, what's normal and what's not normal is extremely helpful. So um, I kind of came at it from uh, an attacker's point of view. I'd always wanted to be a penetration tester. So, you know, I'm always thinking from an attacker's perspective and what type of logs are going to be left behind. So that's kind of where that, my experience has helped there. But um, not everybody can, has that background.
0: Yeah, so this using a sim is not something that you're going to be necessarily wanting to use right out of college.
1: No, it can it can be uh, fairly difficult, um, and the, one of the hard parts too is you can't. It's it's difficult to learn on your own. So you come out of college, um, you can set up labs, you can run attacks, but it's very difficult to set up a thousand workstations and a, and two hundred servers, um, and to see what type of uh, data you're going to get from that.
0: Okay, so how do you tune a sim? Because I think that's, that's something we haven't touched on. That's very important for using it effectively.
1: Yeah, so tuning is probably the number one uh, uh, difficult, probably the most difficult uh, part of using a sim. Um, to me, it all comes back to the use case. You can't really tune anything unless you have a strong use case. So uh, defining what you want. So for example... Uh, out of the box, you come in with a lot of login failure, a lot of login failure type of uh, of alerts, right? So, what value is that gonna is that gonna play um, in your organization? And so, what type of tuning activities you you're gonna perform depends on your organization. So, login failures come from things like service accounts. So, determining uh, operational issues um, would be part of uh, the use case, are you going to tune out uh, potential login failures from your service accounts? Are you going to tune out? um, So really all comes just to the use case. Um, And every use case tuning is really different. Um, So for example, you might see login failures coming from your domain controller, but uh, your domain controller will generate a lot of login failures. So if you have a rule that states five login failures in five minutes, then that's going to trigger a lot. And you would tune that out by something along the lines of, uh, you know, not having that that rule trigger when the source is uh, its domain controller, because that'll happen quite frequently.
0: So, what resources would you recommend for someone trying to learn more about SIM uh, tuning, or you know, just implementing it?
1: Um. So, number one is read the documentation. There's uh, I've performed SIM implementations for a number of customers. And I'll come back, and they'll ask you know they they'll have basic issues with uh implementation like how do I get the logs into the sim It's all defined within your documentation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry I'm because I feel like I feel like i'm beating you know i, I 've beaten the documentation uh, go go to the documentation go to, it, it's actually a lot of it nowadays is written pretty well and you know i've been through uh, the sim that we have at my work and it's it's playing there it's got it and it's got documentation for every single just about every single thing that you want to grab log sources from
1: yeah I mean there's a ton of documents so it, it can be time consuming but uh, there's nothing more valuable than that um, so there's several books, uh, Applied Network Security Monitoring um, was one that I really liked. really liked one called Network Forensics, um, which covers networking, covers Windows events. That's at a high level type of uh, investigations you could perform in your SIM and log management. Also a type of uh, incidents that may occur in your environment and things to look for. Um, probably one of the best is uh, people in the industry. Just talking with them, what has worked for them and what hasn't worked for them has been invaluable to myself, uh, and, I, and like I keep saying, new, generating new use cases. Um, someone told me once you know, when I first started, you know, we, we don't do business with anybody outside of the country, so we look for login failures to our, our remote access um, from foreign countries. Turn it on, bam. We're getting lit up with uh, logins from the Netherlands, from uh, uh, Italy, all within the same user within a short period of time. It was impossible to occur. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I wish I would have known that a long time ago. So just talking <laughs> with people and finding out what worked for them is the best thing you can do.
0: Yeah, we were we were actually at DerbyCon together, and we sat in one talk. And you were actually you asked a question, and then you told me while we were talking before this interview that you actually were able to implement some of uh, the the guy's stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So um, another, another resource. I like uh, is I check out a lot of webinars there's a lot of webinars online um, a lot of them are kind of uh, vendory so they may not provide a ton of content but um, I really like the stuff from ultimate Window security uh, they provide some some definite use cases they're easily implemented um, and they seem to be referenced in a lot of the a lot of the presentations that I go out and watch so
0: so it is a sim a one man team or is this something that needs to be handled by multiple people?
1: Well, it really depends on the size of your organization, the amount of use cases and the quantity of log sources, but most likely um if if you're purchasing a uh an enterprise sim, it'll be more than one person. Um I always find many people want to get into it. Once once people hear about it, they say, you know, they know that you're aggregating data from all kinds of log sources all of a sudden people come out of the woodwork and you're kind of a data broker. So there'll be a lot of people who want to get in on it. Um, But I I think probably a one- or two-man team. Um, You know, I like to kind of break it out into uh, the operational aspects of a sim, like kind of the care and feeding. Uh, A lot of server network administrative uh, professionals are are very good at that. Ensuring things like um, it stays up and online or, that you're not over going over your licensing, or just working with other departments to add log sources and data, um, and then kind of the other half would be your analysis, your kind of your uh, your incident investigations, um, coming up with new content, new use cases, new things to look for, new rules that might yield uh, might detect an incident.
0: So one of the things I'm I guess I say I don't know if i am say struggling with cuz there seems to be some training out there but is there any sim training that that people can pay for that you would recommend for using it better?
1: Uh you know that's something that I've I've looked into and um I haven't found anything in that space. Uh I feel like there's a lot of training that will aid you but nothing directly related. So um I think the OSCP was one of my best things uh taking that training and kind of realizing how attackers view the network and and how they'll traverse your network uh is by far I think the best value um network forensics training uh is very very valuable as well cuz most most of the sims out there incorporate some sort of uh network component and they're starting to add um, a lot more uh, forensics capabilities, either actively uh, querying workstations or just storing large quantity of network data. Um, so I think those two areas are, are very important. And then um, just kind of fundamental operating system knowledge, learning what type of logs are generated, things like that.
0: Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't already talked about?
1: No, just you know, just uh, focusing on. Uh, creating your use cases is probably the best thing you can do Um, and knowing what data to collect what data is out there how to get it into your sim um, how not to uh, create send too much data to your sim um, those are things that uh, will prove valuable throughout the uh, throughout the project
0: okay so so how do you tell or how do you know if you're sending too much or so or what is too much
1: yeah, that, that's, that's a, a good question. There's there's two thoughts on this matter. Um, it's output-driven logging and input-driven logging. So um, in input-driven logging is just send everything to your logger. You may need the data at some point. Um, and some people fall under that camp of, uh, of thinking. So, you know, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Um, but that'll overwhelm your loggers. So you know you can u- usually you'll start receiving alerts from your from your SIM saying you're you're going over your event rates, um, you're blowing out your license, um, <laughs> your storage is is running out, things like that. Um, so there's also an input-driven uh, uh, logging methodology, and that's def- you know what type of data is needed for your use cases, and only sending that data. Um, when you need more data because you developed a new use case, then uh, then you configure that data to be sent to your logger so that will send far less data but it's it's very uh, exact in, in why it's there and um, and what it's used for
0: okay so I think we've got the point across that use cases is v- are very important for utilizing a sim
1: yeah did- did I mention that enough? Or
0: I don't know. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I think that, and I think that's something just in security in general is is something that needs to be defined a little bit more as use case. And it's for sim. It sounds even more important because it sounds like, especially when you're talking about overwhelming. And yes, you're overwhelming the, the 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 appliance and your licenses and stuff. And I think that that can often be overlooked because I think a lot of people have the mindset of you know it's a lot like the NSA. Let's collect everything. And oh wait, we're missing this and that and. Um, You know, we just want to collect everything for for SIA, you know, cover your ass.
1: Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I I sometimes find a a middle ground is best. There's there's a lot of documentation out there on your audit settings. If you take a look at the um, CIS benchmarks, they'll benchmark pretty much every technology out there and their best practice logging uh, settings to send. And those are are usually pretty good. Um, They don't turn everything on. So you're at that kind of middle ground of, uh, generating, you're not generating too much data, but you're, you're collecting data that's, that's useful. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's very important. Um,
0: okay. Well, uh, is there anything or what would you like to plug?
1: Oh, you know, I just always plug my sec. Um, you know, I'm a active member of Michigan security here in uh, the Detroit area. So, um, probably see some shirts around the, at the conferences. You can catch me on Twitter at uh DTOM at DTOM DTH zero M. Uh if you got any questions, shoot me uh, a tweet anytime. Um you might see me uh arguing on LinkedIn about sim next generation or <laughs> log management versus whatever, but uh you know, ask me anything.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for joining me to discuss what is a sim.
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: And that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at TimothyDBlock or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. And let me know what you didn't learn, and we'll try to cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com e i s. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes so it can reach others trying to explore information security. Have a good one.